3: This is Equity One, Broadway's happy hour.
4: Pour yourself a drink and join us as we chat about life, theater, and, and everything, everything in, between. in
3: between. I'm Elliot Maddox.
4: And I'm Caleb Dickey. Join us for your Equity One. We are back! We're, we, back. we're, we're back! We're back! We're back! We're back!
3: Hi, Caleb! How,
4: How are you? You're wonderful. I
3: haven't got to see you enough this summer. No, we have not seen each other enough. It has been a busy summer, folks, as you can tell. I mean, we've been MIA from Podcast World, but we've been MIA in general because yeah. we have been busy. Moving and shaking, you might say. Truly moving and shaking. Caleb, you did both of those things. Tell I us did. about your summer. Um, so I spent a little chunk of
4: it out at Stage of St. Louis doing the Boy From Oz. We kind of talked about it before I left. Yes. And it was just a pleasure. If you haven't seen the Boy From Oz... Which you probably haven't. Mm -hmm. It's just a wonderful show. Um, David Elder really spearheaded it as Peter Allen. We love David Elder. He is just a gorgeous man Mm -hmm. and wonderful on stage. Sweetheart. Um, Just had a marvelous time in some gorgeous costumes by Brad Musgrove, who Mm -hmm. is um, OCU alum. We had some like. Ghost stars. Everything was custom made for us, every single piece was made for my body. That's incredible. So a lot of booty shaking. I love St. Louis.
3: St. Louis is such a great city. So yeah. much fun stuff to do and a lot of it is free.
4: Yeah. And everyone is still so supportive of the arts.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The arts have a big presence in St. Louis, especially in the summer. I mean, yeah. the muni when it when it um, it really like makes everyone in theater going mood. Yeah. And and there's all the museums are free. It's really it's really an amazing city.
4: Yeah. Um and so doing that show and then coming back and moving was like crazy. You did an apartment hunt from St. Louis. And then I went and judged a dance competition in Cape Cod, mm-hmm. and I was putting like housing applications in between judging children. Unbelievable. And I got that is
3: living in New
5: York.
4: Yeah. Because it was just um, Tyler Foy, OCU alumni, another it's one. Like, go Stars. Um, saved me so much. He was my real estate agent and really found me the most amazing home. That I feel like I'm really settled in now, and I can't wait to have you over, and we can record a podcast and yes. laugh and like boo is out in my studio. We have another, we have
3: another home studio, everyone. Know. It's an actual studio. I am so excited. I helped you. I saw the yeah. apartment when you looked. I went with you to look at it. I was
4: texting you. We looked at several apartments together. I was like, Elliot, can you come look at this apartment with me today? We found this diamond in the rough, but that one fell through. Yes. <laughs>
3: It was literally, like, under it renovation. It literally fell through. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we didn't do that one. but I had, I, was, to, I had to talk Caleb out of a gut reno. Yeah. I was like,
4: <laughs> maybe I can do it. Maybe I can get the apartment and I can do the <laughs> renovations myself. And I was like,
3: Caleb, no. No. Um, but you found an amazing studio. I love it. I helped you move in. Yeah. I looked at it with you. I love it. It just felt like you yeah. as soon as we walked in.
4: So, like... Um, and then, like, the moving day was, everything was great, and I feel very supported by everyone, so I think it's going to be a lovely new chapter of my life, because we have been in New York for five years.
3: Can you believe it? I I was looking back, and I think my actual five-year anniversary is September 8th, so wow. very soon. Yeah. Yeah. You moved a little bit earlier than me or later than me? I think mine's like, July 28th, mm-hmm. August. July 28th is right around there. hmm Yeah. Crazy. Five years in New York. Yeah. And look at us—we're in our own apartments, I know. living our lives. Yeah. So, give me a, um, a snapshot of your summer. Well, my summer has been mainly consistent of Beetlejuice. Yeah. I mean, we've been since we last talked on the pod. We um, we performed at the Tony Awards, mm-hmm. which was a crazy experience. It was really, really that fun.
4: Everyone in your cast got
3: to perform. Uh huh. It was everyone. a great showcase. It was. Wonderful. It was. We felt really good about it. It was so much fun. Um. We got to party and have a good time. It was an amazing night. It was so much fun, and um, and then we've just been doing the show. Yeah, all summer, and people have been loving it. We've been getting great response from audiences. We're um, we're going strong, you know, hanging in there.
4: Okay.
3: Also, Beetle you juice. did um, Broadway um, Broadway Bears this summer as well. Oh my
4: god, just I did a different kind of
3: a different kind of performing. I did do Broadway Bears. Mm-hmm. It was. Caleb, it was, like, the most fun I've ever had.
4: Did you feel like a rock star?
3: It was so much fun. It was so bizarre. I, right before we went out to do our number, I was like, oh, my God, I feel really nervous. Yeah. And one of the kind of, like, alums of of Bears that we were doing it with was like, well, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, 3,000 people. It's a lot. Yeah. But it's really fun. The Hammerson Ballroom is huge. It's huge. It's packed. Mm-hmm. Body to body. Like, you're everyone's, like, up on the stage. Like, yes. But it was so much fun. I had more fun than I ever expected to, and uh-huh. it was, like, such a blast, and I will definitely do it again mm-hmm. at some point. Um,
4: I remember when I did it, I was like, oh, this is the moment where, like, I unzip my pants on the side. We were, like, tear away mm-hmm. pants. And I was like, and then I'm going to be standing here naked. Like, yeah. that's, that's it. Yeah. And here, and
3: here we go. So, like, this, a new are. are. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was wild and crazy, but it was so much fun. I had so much fun doing bears. And, um... I took a vacation. I went to visit Michael um, in Alaska mm-hmm. when he was playing Frankie Valli, Jersey Boys. Mm-hmm. And he's back home now, yes. which I'm very happy that he's back home. You're, um, you're putting him to work too. He's he's already painted the living room. Well, he did that on his own. I didn't you I didn't, didn't I didn't, you know, make him do it as right away, he, but he wanted to, you know, put his own stamp on our apartment yeah, and right. get back into the swing of things and so um, I'm very happy that he's back. Um Especially, you know, he is a very—he is an executive producer of the podcast. In that, he is constantly being like, "When are you going to record an episode?" I know, so, I'm like, okay, um, <laughs> we're like, "We're busy. stop pushing me." <laughs> huh? So, executive producer Michael Visano, um, and I'm so excited to be back.
4: Yeah,
3: it's good to take a break because first and foremost, we never—we we never actually took a break. We're always
4: collaborating
3: and talking. we're Always. All, it's
4: just like, we're back to recording.
3: Back to recording it. We always, um, first and foremost, for for me anyways, I think when we first started talking about doing this, is that we always wanted it to just be something fun that we get to do together yeah. that's low stress. We get to just like do something creative together and like spend time together and work yeah. on something together. So um, whenever it is too much for one of us to do episodes, we take, we're we like, take a minute. I can't right now. Like, um, But we're really excited to get um, new episodes going for the fall, and um, we've got some really exciting things planned for you all, and exciting things that are going to be announced, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, stay tuned.
4: We can't say anything
3: until it's, like, actually happening. We're not going to announce until it's, like, official, but, like, stay tuned. Uh, Lots of cool stuff happening. Um, But we're kicking off this new, kind of, like, these new episodes. Yeah, new episodes, yeah. With... with an interview with three of the stars of Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera, like, Broadway royalty. A true classic. Yeah. Um, iconic, actually. Um, we're, uh, right after we finish talking here, we're going to listen to an interview that we did with Ben Crawford, J.R. Strong Johnson, and our school chum. Another OCU alumni. Erin LaCroix. Who making is, her Broadway debut. Yes, as the Christine alternate. Um, so we had a great conversation with the three of them, and um, I'm excited to to have everyone hear that because yeah. we had a lot of fun doing that. I didn't get
4: to say this in that interview, but Phantom is very close to my like starting education of musical theater. Okay, I remember when it came to the Dane Schuster, and in the Daily Dayton Daily News, there was a two page in the middle where it showed the whole stage and how all the mechanisms worked and how many allowed. candelabras and how much fog was used and I remember being obsessed with that and my Aunt Patty got me the CDs from uh, the library and I burned them onto my iPod and I would listen to it <gasps> on Illegally, my little silver look, no like you could put, I'm that just was, kidding I hate you <laughs> I would listen to the Phantom of the Opera on repeat on my iPod oh wow I love
3: that show have you seen
4: it? I haven't seen I haven't seen Broadway
3: gotta see it I know I had never seen it I talked about this a little bit on the podcast but I had never seen it like ever yeah and not a tour not anything so um so I saw it just a couple weeks ago and wow it is a wild it is a wild show yeah I mean I think about like what it must have been like to see that show 31 years ago oh my god
4: it would have been like
3: the spectacle like yeah, yeah. still holds up uh-huh. like it is still very exciting 30 years later, and, um, it's, it's pretty special. Yeah. Um, which leads us into our, um, segment of Merch Madness. So, um, on this week's Merch Madness, we're going to do a special, um, Andrew Lloyd Webber Love that. Edition of Merch Madness. So I have two shirts, one one very recent, one a blast from the past, mm-hmm. and um, so we're gonna start with um, the the show of the hour, Phantom of the Opera. Yes. So of course I had to get a shirt when I um, got went to the theater. Obviously. And things things that happened at that with long running shows, is that the merch changes, right? So there were shirts that there were like shirts that like had like lyrics written on them like in the Mm -hmm. shape of the mask and like little things but there were also shirts that said new york Mm
4: -hmm. new york because there's so many companies
3: yes in in the font of the phantom of the opera logo now we all know i have my pet peeves about merchandise the location of a show on the merchandise is a pet peeve of mine so i don't love when it says like something. New York.
5: Mm-hmm. I like
3: it to be a little less specific, more, more general. Universal. Like, yeah. that feels to me very, like, nah. Yeah. So, I ended up just going with the plain logo tee classic. Just what's on the poster was on my shirt. It says, the Phantom of the Opera text here. Mm-hmm. There's the rose, and then the iconic mask imagery. Yeah. I like this shirt. It's very, it's a soft material, so it's a really comfortable material. Um, but it also has that kind of, like, Cla- it ha- it's so classic that, like, someone might think that I bought it at Urban Outfitters. You know Ooh, what I mean? Like yes, Because yeah, yeah. the logo is so iconic now yeah. that, like, I could have had this show... For- I could have this shirt for 10 years or just bought it yesterday. Yeah. So I really like this shirt. It's a black black shirt, very classic. Um, classic, classic show shirt. Now, this other shirt I have is, um, is from... One of my favorite angeloid weber shows joseph and the amazing technicolor dream coat now this is a deep cut shirt this is from when i saw some tour of <laughs> joseph like some tour when i was a child and i bought and i got this t-shirt acquired it somehow mm-hmm. and it is literally tie-dye rainbow tie-dye t-shirt with like the black print of the iconic like the the, the the fabric hanger. on the hanger that yeah, yeah, yeah. um, says Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream Coat, and I love this shirt. This is like a staple for me. Um, it's it's a staple that what I didn't even know was a staple. Like I think mm-hmm. I I brought it back into my wardrobe like when I like went through the archives at my house yes, and you're like, like whatever there, what's in the back drawer, and I was like what I yeah. can't believe I never brought this with me. Um, but it's just a, it's a good old like classic tie dye like we would do ourselves back in the day. Um, I mean, I rubber would, band. Oh yes, like iconic nineties child. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, and I uh, and I just love this shirt. And Joseph is one of my favorite shows. So also, there's
4: many talk of a Joseph revival
3: coming about. Oh yes. Oh, yes, there is. Yeah, so I'm excited to see... I am setting my sights, bitch. Yes. I want to do that show, because I've never done it, and I want to be a brother. Yeah. I want to do it. It's fun. It's, it's want to do it. It's a good 45-minute show. <laughs> 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 it's like an hour and 15, maybe. I know, but I want to do it. It's a blast. So, I mean, I'm sure you could have guessed already... But although Phantom is the show of the hour, the winner of this week's Merch Madness is Joseph in the Amazing Tiny Fantasy. Color Dream Coat. It's gorgeous. I just love a tie dye moment. Like, mm-hmm. it's just fun. Yeah. Um, I can we wear don't it with not see my... a lot of tie dye I mean, now. No. No, it's gonna, I swear, in a year, we're all gonna be wearing tie dye again. For sure. Caleb predicted it, so everyone yeah. listen back in a year and, yeah. and see where we are. Yeah. Time um, but the Joseph in this heat really had to take it for me. Okay. Right. Yeah. And uh, with that, I think it's time that we get back into our first interview after the summer. Back to school. Back to episodes. No, not back to school. Yeah, back to... Back to... Back. S- to theater. back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> so enjoy our interview with Ben Crawford, Jay Armstrong Johnson, and Aaron LaCroix.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Welcome everyone, we have a very special trio of guests this week um, We are sitting here at the historic, majestic theater oh, It feels spooky <laughs> And we are here with three of the leads of the Phantom of the Opera Ben Crawford, Jay Armstrong Johnson, and Aaron LaCroix Hi
5: everyone! Welcome! Hello. Hey, what's going on?
3: Nothing, we are so excited to get to sit and talk to everyone
6: Thanks for coming to us. Yeah, oh, for yeah of course.
3: We wouldn't pass up the opportunity to like say hi to the ghosties and like <laughs> hang, hang out. Just for this one show, I think
0: there's plenty of ghosts. Yeah. There's do plenty. you feel like
6: there are ghosts in
0: the theater though?
6: Oh one? That was like, a question yeah. I asked when I first started, and yeah, I, I got a whole you... I got a whole lot of like, no, absolutely not. But like, <laughs> and then since I've been here, some shit has gone down. <laughs> so, like you're lying. To me. <laughs> like
3: there's no ghosts. What was that? <laughs> what was that are, do they seem happy? I mean, they've obviously been here a while.
0: I mean, I haven't had a scary thing. I just people talk about lights being on and they're not supposed to be on, but then, you know, leave lights on all the (laughs) time. (laughs) Right. 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 I went to the bathroom and I forgot. (laughs) I turn (laughs) the light (laughs) on. I did.
6: There's just been a couple of times when like trap doors are just open and like so the stage is just like. A minefield of oh, trapdoors. Like, that's <laughs> that's like, scary. Kind of that's like, like, ones, yeah. Weird. These like, hey, Phantom, ch- chill out. We're trying to stay. <laughs> we're trying to. We're trying to. do am like, show I'm sorry, here. guys. There's so many levers and switches. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, we like to start all of our interviews off by kind of asking our guess what they were like as a as a young <clears throat> kid what got them first interested in the arts um so we'll just kind of go around the circle and we'll do ladies first let's start with Erin oh, so
2: um well you know for me I think what what got me started in it all is I saw the national tour of Beauty and the Beast at the Texas mm-hmm. State Fair when I was four and we were sitting up in like the nosebleed section and I had a little binoculars with my family and I was just mesmerized by like what was happening on the stage because nobody in my family performs mm-hmm. so it didn't really come from anybody in my family I mean my dad grew up singing in choirs my mom plays the piano um, but nobody was really in the theater world but that's what did it and then ever since that age I always wanted to perform, and okay. I'd ask my parents every year, I'm like, I want to do a show, I want to do a show, and they didn't know anything about it, <laughs> you know, because my dad's an engineer, His he come, comes from a whole family of engineers, and oh, wow. um, so I think that's really what did it, and then I started doing community theater when I was like in middle school, and then I started taking voice lessons when I was 13, I guess, and my voice teacher was an opera singer, so that's how I trained
3: Definitely yeah. influenced you, mm-hmm. yeah. And that,
2: yeah, that definitely influenced me. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. What was the community theater? What was the name of it?
2: And um, it's called. Well, I did it at this uh, community college in New Jersey called mm-hmm. Mercer County Community College. Theater was called Kelsey Theater. My first show was Oliver. Yeah. Um, Classic. I played. I played the Strawberry Seller.
5: Um, <laughs>
2: yes. And, uh, I yeah, 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 That was so yeah. right. She <laughs> sold it. <laughs> I, did. I sure did. Yeah, that was my first show. And, um, yeah. I do remember I remember in preschool though, we did like a like a nativity scene thing at Christmas Absolutely. when I was in preschool. And I remember I wanted to play Mary so badly because I wanted to be the star. Of there course. Yeah, the, the So right? But you're in preschool, and, um, so you played Jesus. Um, like... I, played, I played the
3: goat. Oh. Okay. So the I greatest love, like, of a, all time. With, like cotton Mask, balls. Like and, <laughs> Yeah, it
2: was really great. So maybe that was really my favorite. First sure. starring role was the mm. goat in the nativity
3: series. Yes,
2: <laughs> and then then I played the strawberry seller several years later. Oh wow! It it takes yeah. it, it takes yeah. a while you to know. really get get your foot yeah. in the door. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally.
3: exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then one day you're starring as the goat, and the next day you're the strawberry seller. You know. Right. <laughs> you just never know. It's, it's. I
2: know, right.
3: It's the theater world for exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Did you come into the city a lot living in New Jersey?
2: Yeah, when I was. Yeah, more like when I was, like, 15, 16 years old. I, mm-hmm. I started coming in for some vocal coachings, and I took some acting classes in the city, and, like, I'm terrible with directions. And <laughs> so I remember when we'd come into the city when I was a little bit younger, my parents would make me take them around the city so I could get acclimated you know and I would get so angry because it was just the city was just so confusing to Mm -hmm. me but obviously like several years down the road I was super thankful for that um but yeah but then I would when I was a little bit older when I came in to take classes I would just take the train by myself from Mm -hmm. New Jersey and knew how to get around in the city and I'd go take my class and then go back home to to New Jersey after that it's such a That's nice cool.
3: like head start on the yeah I, know, oh, yeah I know I know it really
2: yeah it really really was and I didn't even realize at the time right. yeah you know but it really was yeah did yeah. you
4: see Phantom as a kid
2: yeah I saw it for the first time in London when I was thirteen and honestly so I mean Beauty and the Beast was like a big was a big point mm-hmm. when I was like four but I would say but Phantom was like really the first show that I really remember, I have mm-hmm. vivid memories of, and I, I, my dad got tickets for me and my sister and himself and my mom, and we all went as a family, and I remember when the show started, the overture started, and the chandelier is going up, I started sobbing, because I was like, what is this, I yeah. was, and I had, you know, I didn't grow up listening to the music, really, just because, you know, nobody in my family mm-hmm performs and i was really just starting to get into theater at that point and so i was just so overwhelmed by the beauty of it all and i started crying and i was like i want to do that one day Mm -hmm. i want to play christine one day i want to do that you know that'll never happen so (laughs) i know yeah (laughs) good luck luck with that
3: (laughs) and i mean we'll talk we'll talk more about that like um that kind of experience of like stepping into because I want to ask all of you yeah. at, later in the interview what it's like to kind of step into something so iconic that most of us had some <laughs> kind of interaction with on our way sure. to to a career yeah. in this. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Jay, what about you? What was what was young Jay Armstrong Johnson like? Um, I guess I kind of. Um,
6: it's really Sister Act 2 that, like, started sure. me on my, like, arts journey. That, like, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that, like, monologue that Whoopi Goldberg gives to the class about, like, eclectic. And they're like, electric? No, no, eclectic. Um, so, like, you know, because I went to church. I'm from the South. Yeah. I'm Texas. And so, like, church music was always a thing. And so then, like, Sister Act 2 was the first time it was, like, church music and, like, Contemporary pop music like yeah. m- met each other and then, you know, there was the monologue was essentially like, also like if if you want to be a singer, you're supposed to be a singer girl like, the, like that. Thing. Yeah. So really that and then like church and then I met friends at church who did theater and they mm-hmm. were like you should come audition for this community theater called Kids Who Care musical theater Aww. Fort Worth Texas, um and so I did and I got puck in a Midsummer Night's Dream the rock musical. Um, <laughs> Oh and my god, so edgy, yeah, yeah. Right. But I mean before that, even like the you know, the kindergarten Thanksgiving pageant. Uh-huh. I was the yes! like center stage turkey yeah. kid, I Just like yeah. lived dreams. So yeah. Cute. And then like Mr. Ingram's <laughs> yeah. fifth grade class did Romeo and Juliet. Like mm-hmm. my sister was Juliet the year before me, and I was like, I have to get Romeo. So I, like, wrote Mr. Ingram a note as a fifth grader being like, please consider me for the role of, like, I was, like, already, like, like, networking as a fifth grader, like, trying to get roles. So I, like, played Romeo in the fifth grade, because, like, I was the only boy in Texas that wanted to put on a pair of white tights and, Mm -hmm. like, get up in front of the whole school and recite Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, Yeah. um, I've always had that kind of in my blood. My dad's a musician. He's Mm -hmm. a drummer and a singer and, like... Grandmother was, like, a theater person when she was in high school. No one ever did it professionally, but it was always in and around my house. Um, And then Kathy Rigby came through my hometown when I was 13 because they were going to do Peter Pan um, at our big regional theater um, in Fort Worth, and they were auditioning Michael and John Darling locally. Um, So I walked in for the audition, and they didn't have any more audition slots left, so I held my head low and walked back out, and my... Girlfriend's mom took me by the hand and walked me back into the audition room and told the monitor that we weren't going to leave until they heard me sing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then I booked it. Hello. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I got John Darling and like made my professional like debut at age thirteen and I did a professional show at that theater like every year until I left for college. And wow. so I was building a resume that I didn't even realize I was. Building wow. with like New York directors, right? And That's like New York theater artists and actors, and so then I got to New York for college, and I was starting to audition for Broadway shows while going to NYU, and I had a resume that was kind of deeper than most people. Yeah, yeah no kidding. My like early start in the profession, and here I is.
3: What are some <laughs> of the um, what were some of the biggest lessons that you kind of felt like you had a head start on learning? learning by doing so much mm. so much younger than a lot of people in the industry get to um really it was going to class i mean
6: i went to a performing arts high school as well so and i was a dance major mm-hmm. cuz i um, i really loved dance and i and i like had a, a natural knack for it as well so um, and that was how I kind of got my foot in the door and all that, because I was able to, I mean, mm-hmm. was also Texas in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. So, like, what dudes are, like, going right. to dance class? Yeah. So I was mm-hmm. kind of, like, one of the only boys in my area that mm-hmm. did dance and could dance. So that that was a big thing, was just having that kind of technique under my belt yeah. dance-wise, because that's how I got most of my first big jobs as, like, a chorus dancer. And then a chorus line was my first mm-hmm show that I got, um, that I left school for. So it was, yeah, it was, it was dance that really kind of was Which, pivotal. yeah, And yeah. like, at least
3: me making it in the biz. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a very common kind of entryway. Yeah. Is, is being able to dance kind of enough to dance well and dance enough to, you know, cover and, right. you know, all those things. And then I chose to go to, NYU as a vocal major, yeah. so I went from like dance,
6: dance, dance in high school to like voice in college right. to really, because I wanted to play roles. Yeah. So that was my path. <laughs> <for> <laughs> my journey. <laughs>
3: ben, what about you?
0: Uh,
4: did you dance as a kid?
0: Oh, no, I was just, I was weird. I was very weird. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I started doing music in, you know, I was raised in the church, so we did a lot of it through that too, and I remember doing a show we were uh, doing a reenactment of uh, Daniel... Or no, I'm, excuse me, not Daniel and Lion's Den. It was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery Furnace. <laughs> oh, yes. And they typecasted me. I played Jesus. And so... <laughs> <laughs> but I remember thinking it was really cool because as a kid, you know, imagination. I was like, I'm oh, mm-hmm. Jesus. And so I'm sure I tried a little too hard during the performance. But, um,
3: Hilarious.
0: you know, I had that. And then I remember doing... Um, A couple musicals growing up that were, like, you know, church musicals. Um, And then going into high school and doing band. I had done band all through middle school and was, like, very musically connected. Parents met, like, singing duets for weddings and stuff like that. So, like, the musical family always supported the arts. Um, And then junior year, I started choir. And I did the musical. We were doing Anything Goes. And uh, I, like the bug kind of bit me then, uh, mm-hmm. like really like hard. And I actually yeah. my senior year, I I quit band and I just did choir. And I mm-hmm. we did like Fiddler that year, and that was like I don't know that was like the if like the anything goes like bit me like Fiddler like digested me, and I was like into <laughs> it and I loved it. But it was funny because then I went to college and I was like that was cool. I had a beautiful time, but I was like, now it's time to be a doctor. So Uh I did pre-med for a year, and then I was like, this is stupid. So then I (laughs) left, and I started theater. I went, you know, very similar career path. Uh So I went into musical theater, and literally, I I didn't honestly, and this is like, this is just stupid, but I didn't realize, like, until the end of my junior year, I was like, oh, this is how I eat. Like, this is, I will do this, and then people will pay me, and then I'll eat and Mm -hmm. pay my rent. Like... It hadn't connected yet how much I was putting on it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just writing on it, um, and so that was an interesting thing to go through, which I felt like I had to do a little bit of a catch up, thinking like, oh yeah, no, 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 this okay, you have to go all out, and this is mm-hmm. what it is. And um, but it came to me, it came to me very late in in uh, school and stuff. It wasn't something I knew I was gonna do, um, but obviously I'm so happy that, that I did. Where'd you yeah. go to school again? Uh, college, I went to the University of Arizona in mm-hmm. Tucson. Were you a music major or a BFA? I was a music theater major. They're, they're oh. pretty cool there. It's, they call it a triple major. It's not really a triple major, but you learn, you're you're in the theater department, but then you also take dance with the dance department, which is a really good dance department. <sighs> no, do, yeah. And then they used yeah. to have you train in the music department, but I don't know if they like musically, mm-hmm. as well as in the theater department. So it was great. And they've got some new people there now who are, fantastic who have a lot of uh, Broadway experience and TV experience so um, really really proud of my school and trying to stay like on the cusp of the future and Mm -hmm. um,
3: yeah but you just you never know
0: where life's going to take you
2: yeah
3: well I know you said you kind of had to um, because of the late start you felt like you had to like really like focus hard to like catch up in a way do you feel like that do you feel like looking back like did that push you maybe harder or did it what did it was it more challenge for you or was it more like an extra push to kind of um Um,
0: yeah to like you you know know what I mean yeah yeah I can't think of the word but I know exactly what you're talking about I think it was good because I think I was doing it for the right reasons because obviously when you're in the arts, you have to you you have to do it because it, it comes from your heart. Mm-hmm. And I think even not having the knowledge, you know, I had a moment like Aaron did when I was younger. We had this, this great high school in town that would do really big productions that were like really cool. And they did Crucible and it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it just scared me to death. I remember going home and like the lights were off and I was like, who's that? What's that? You know what I mean? I was probably like in middle school or something, but actually... Um, having that happen and you know, feeling that impulse and then kind of having that similar impulse as you're trying to play catch up and as mm-hmm. you're realizing this is something you want to do in the arts and coming from the right place and then realizing, you know, I know five musicals. That's alright. I'll figure it out. And mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, when we're our pure selves and we're doing things for the passionate reasons, I think, in the arts I, I, you know, I think it's very rare to go wrong in that situation. So yeah. um, I just kind of stayed the course and believed in myself and you know, that's what art is about—is like believing in yourself and all that passion. So, um, it worked out thankfully. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I think just follows. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's a good lesson. Like to that, it always has to stem from that kind of that passion, that authentic kind of like want, like staying true to like why you're in it. Yeah, and you gotta it's be often you. the I key mean... to the best success. Yeah,
5: yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we're, t- speaking as you're here in one of the most successful musicals These, ever. The longest running. The <laughs> longest yeah. running American, uh, well, longest running um, musical, Broadway musical. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. W- Aaron talked a little bit about her, like, her, um, the influence that Phantom had on her. Jay, what was, did Phantom have an influence on you when you were younger? Or did this like kind of come out of nowhere? Not at all. Yeah. Wow.
6: Like, I, the first thing I remember of Phantom is like, my friend Holly's yeah, bedroom sure. having, like, <laughs> the poster The poster, on totally. The but, like, I didn't care about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't, like, truly, the first time I saw Phantom was because my friend Mary Michael Patterson was playing Christine. Mm-hmm. And it okay. was, like, back in, like, 2012, mm-hmm. I think. So I came to see her in it because she's one of my best friends. We grew up dancing together back home. Um, and so that was the first time I'd seen it and really knew anything about it. And I thought to myself as I was watching, like, oh, I'll never do that show. <laughs> In my head, like, oh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll not do that. That's just not me. They won't cast me as mm-hmm. the gallant leading man that mm-hmm. saves the woman from the maniac. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but here I am. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if I hadn't had the relationship with Hal Prince that I had, because we did Candide at New York City Opera a mm-hmm. few years back, and that's what like led me to Phantom. Cause I was unemployed and with no means to pay rent and freaking out because I was living by myself and like thought I was gonna have to sublet my apartment and I called Hal because he mm-hmm. became a mentor of mine and I was just like, Hal, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm freaking out and thank god, Ral was opening up Wow Broadway wow. and so he was like, I'm not sure if you're old enough or tall enough but I'll make a couple of phone calls and mm-hmm. three auditions later there I was with a means to pay rent and I got to stay in my apartment and (laughs) (laughs) paid off all my credit card debt. That's incredible. Wow, (laughs) wow. It really, Phantom was never on my, like, trajectory. It was never a thing that I thought I'd do. But thanks to Hal Prince. Yeah.
3: R.I.P. bud. I know, I was supposed to say, we'd take a moment to kind of raise one to to Hal Prince. Absolutely. Right here. Yeah, seriously. I mean, what an amazing kind of, like, story of of his impact that, you know, is not so, um, outwardly seen, you know, that it's a personal impact that, that he had on just you and I'm sure so many others. Yeah, and Kaylee as well.
2: Oh my gosh,
6: yeah. Kaylee was essentially one of his granddaughters. Yeah, wow. (laughs) You know, he really kind of like has given her so many opportunities. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was also in Prince of Broadway and Mm -hmm. she also did Candide with us and so he really has kind of shaped her whole career
3: so far, Mm -hmm. so... Well, that heart and that kind of family energy is definitely, like, carries through in, in his kind of spirit. And, mm-hmm.
6: yeah. yeah. Oh, and he yeah. came to visit. All mean, the time. I mean I mean, mm-hmm. since I
3: started it at least three times
0: would come and watch the show. And... and he would come, and we wouldn't know it. And we'd yeah. find out later. Totally. We'd, yeah. yeah. like, like, leave a note. Shows in great shape, guys. And you're like, oh, he was here. He was here. <laughs> 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 like, he was here. Yeah. I mean, he... I think the thing that I loved about Hal is... <laughs> A man who is revered as a god in this business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's just the most normal. He just he was a he was just like a normal guy who just kind of come in and he was he never like you know walked around like with the chest puffed out mm-hmm. kind of thing. But he would open his mouth and talk about the show. And I remember we had an, a note session when we first got in the show, mm-hmm. Jay and I, and just the things he was saying he just knew what to say I think and I, I, I don't think I'm a director or anything but it was that kind of thing where you just know that he was saying different things to us but he had said other things to different like Rowles and Phantoms but it was the right thing they needed to hear to do what he believed was would give the best product on stage sure. mm-hmm. and there was just never an ego there was just like a guy who just really loved what he did and I think one of the funniest things that I loved about Hal is when he'd come see the show, either before the show or intermission, he'd come up, and I'd either be in the chair or sitting in the dressing room, and he'd come by, and he'd be like, Ben, I gotta use your John. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Hal, it's more your John than mine. <laughs> and he always thought that was funny, and he was just always, you know, I, I just, and he, and obviously Cameron and Andrew, they all mean a lot to me because they gave me this chance and this mm-hmm. opportunity. Um... And obviously Cameron and Andrew, uh, you know, live in London, but Hal lives here and my final audition, Seth, our head of production, he, he's like, are you ready? I said, yeah. He said, by the way, Hal's here today. I said, okay, that's fine. And I went in and I didn't, I didn't feel nerves. And I, I think part of that is because I was prepared, but I also feel like part of that is because of who he was and mm-hmm. just the energy that he exuded. And I think he wanted people to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. He just wanted you to enjoy the art and, and to be who you were. Um, and I finished, and he said, he said, that's really terrific, Ben. That's really terrific. And I was like, oh, okay. so then I go home and my agent's like how did it go and I said really great and they said did he say you were swell and I said no he said I was terrific terrific he says swell <laughs> <laughs> he well. so they were like oh my god what did I do wrong oh my god oh, oh, oh. better than swell where is that on the level <laughs> oh my god that's awesome but it's just you know it, it, but that's uh, that's all stuff from like the legend of Hal but right. when you, you meet him and you see him and you're just like you're just this man who loves what he does <laughs> and you're a real person and genuine people in this business in the world are just so lovely Yeah.
6: yeah, yeah. It's like the grandpa you've always wanted. You know what I mean? He's just like the chillest, sweetest. <laughs>
5: Absolutely.
6: I'm talking about him like he's alive still, which is crazy. Oh, <laughs> crazy no, but he is and like mm-hmm. he I mean, yeah.
0: obviously in our hearts and minds, but it's just like his legend. I mean yeah. if you want to do a time capsule for like pop culture of the world. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. You you gotta fucking have Hal Prince in there yeah. and just be like mm-hmm. boof like a list of successes <laughs> yeah. and like yeah. things he's done and it's yeah. just um twenty one Tony Awards. That's I mean it. just twenty one. <laughs> twenty one of them. Do you think he had like a like, like he had like a, a shelf and there was like he could put ten on each shelf and then he's like one more. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that shelf. It's amazing. It's like, like, I'm sure it's barely holding up. It's so
3: heavy. It's like, <laughs> like, oh, awesome. So great, many really spinning great. medallions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. You could like walk out and like hit them all at the same time. <laughs> 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 I think I think one a, one, a theater's gotta. Gotta bear the name Prince. Oh, I totally oh, yeah. agree with that. Absolutely. In the in the yeah. future. Oh well, yeah. Be I such mean, a. I mean, no
0: one's named Ronald Majestic, right? I, mean, <laughs> I think that Seth
6: said something like we should rename the Majestic the Majestic Prince or something. Mm. Like that. Oh, that. Sure. 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 delicious. Uh, to stunning, me. right? Yeah. yeah,
3: the Majestic Prince. I, I think so. We'll see. Who knows? You know, you, you were just talking about your your audition experience with Phantom, but what, what impact did Phantom have on you growing up, if any?
0: Um, a little bit more than Jay. <laughs> <not gonna> <laughs> Aaron, but not less than Aaron. Nothing Um, Like I said, my, my grandparents were uh, really into the arts. They were both educators, and I remember going to their house um, to... Uh, listen to classical music on pbs and yeah. like everyone would sit around with a glass of red wine i mean i wouldn't but my mm-hmm. parents and grandparents <laughs> would and they'd listen to whatever symphony was getting performed that night so they were heavily into into the arts and um they actually did a road trip with their friends to the pantages to see michael crawford do it when he did the original la production and i remember them coming back and talking all about it and like, the chandelier falls and, balls, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, oh, my God. And then it came to Tucson, and I didn't get to see it. But they went again and talked about how much they loved the show. So that was really kind of my only interaction with it. And then um, I auditioned for the show for one of the managers way too young. And <laughs> came to the show and saw Hugh Panero do it and uh, Sarah Jane Ford um, and the show was awesome I, I really mm-hmm. but it, it was something I was like oh that's really cool but I didn't think I would ever play the Phantom mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah we were closing Charlie Yeah. and uh, I got the audition and I said no I can't I said we have, we just bought a home in Arizona I haven't <laughs> seen my wife and daughter in like two and a half months <laughs> and yeah uh, I was crazy, yeah. yeah. And, and my agents were like, okay. And so I remember I went to work that night, and I shared a dressing room with Alan H. Green, who is one of the most wonderful men on the planet. Mm. And we sit back-to-back back in the dressing room, and I was like, I got this audition for Phantom, but I I am going to don't think I'm going to do it. I really want to go home. And I hear the chair creak. <laughs> and I hear him turn around. And this is, Alan, Alan didn't, Alan was like, And I was like, uh, he's like, you better go to that audition then. And I was like, I think I gotta go to the audition. <laughs> like at midnight that night, I wrote my agents and said, is it okay if I? They're like, yeah, you're fine. We didn't change it. We thought you were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, yeah, okay. uh, everything's the same. You don't have a new time. And so yeah, so it was a it was a big thing because. Um, I did the initial, and then they were like, it was like a Monday, and you'll have a call back on Friday, and I said, great, and then we did the initial on Monday, and they said, it's gonna be a while, so I said, alright, I'm gonna go back to Arizona, so I went back for a bit, and then got the call for this, like, final callback and work session and stuff, and so I flew back, and crashed with a friend, and went in and did the audition, uh hal said i was terrific and uh, <laughs> madness, ensued. <laughs> yes, <laughs> madness ensued and i went home and i waited for like a month and yeah. i remember oh, wow. i was i was doing laundry That's and so i was big. like wow. having like yeah. about to have a full-fledged like panic attack just because if i feel like it's one of those if you if i didn't get it because i felt I everything mean, it's just like i prepared i tried so hard and I, and I remember having this massive panic attack, and my daughter at the time, who was, like, I don't know, six months old or something, was sitting in her little, like, boppy chair thing on the bed, and I was, like, folding clothes, and I just started talking to her about how much the show would mean to me. I was like, Aww. I need to talk to someone. I need to get these emotions out. So I was like, all right, you're a little baby, and you can't talk back, so, <laughs> um, so I started to talk to her about it, and how much it, how big of a thing it would be, not only for me, but for her, and it would, it would be a Aww. big deal. And I remember literally finishing folding the clothes and my phone rang and it was my agent oh. and he told me that I got the Stop! Ridiculous. I mean, it was, Stop. Just, it was just nuts, just the timing of all that, how that worked out. Um, wow. So, I mean, the show has just, it, it became this thing this, that my grandparents loved and is now mm-hmm. like, you know, I eat, sleep, and poop it. So. Yeah. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah. literally.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, Aaron, we've already touched on the the impact that it's had on you a little (laughs) bit but um for those of you who don't know Aaron Aaron and Caleb and I all went to school together um (laughs) so I've known for many years that um that this this was a a big thing for Miss Aaron LaCroix so much so to when the the uh, press release came out that was like Broadway's new Christine is what the (laughs) Aaron LaCroix starring and we, we were like oh yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> that makes <sense>. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, absolutely. And then we yeah. were like, Oh my god, right, that's a huge deal.
6: Yeah. <laughs> no, but um and it's her debut. <laughs> yeah, honestly
2: <laughs> <I laughs> it's really just because of my hair. That's why <laughs> Literally, that's like snapshots yeah. yeah, are the same It's not because here, of yeah. any here. other reason. <laughs>
0: she went in <into, laughs> and she opened her mouth and said, Stop, stop, stop. You're hired. You're You're hired.
6: <laughs> I was there for her final callback. It was on stage here at the Majestic. And they <gasps> called me in to read. And it was yeah. two Christines. One of them actually went to my high school in Texas. Wild. She was lovely and beautiful voice. But mm-hmm. I truly, truly remember after Aaron's audition, I was, being, I was like, Oh, she's got it in the back. Truly, like, just I remember you telling me that. Yeah, I was like, it's gonna be this girl named Erin. Yeah. I mean, oh my you God. were your vulnerability was like off the charts, you were so connected, so nervous. <laughs> 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 I
5: don't know, what kind hell was this. I was freaking
6: oh, yeah. out. I Your whole body out. was shaking and I, I was, was like, was Oh, it's perfect. She's Christine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, and you got to have like the the old school Broadway experience of like auditioning in yeah. the theater. Did yeah. all of you or were you yeah. a I, I girl or? I think you did.
6: I did not. Mine
3: was actually oh, in the you lower lobby.
6: The... And then they had to like then rent a studio at like Ridley Greer and like, yeah. bring in a bunch of camera equipment, a bunch of lighting equipment. Oh, I, I felt know, like yeah. I was like shooting a yeah. film. I feel like uh, you're because yeah. they had to like send a bunch of videos yeah. off to London yeah. so they could right so they could watch and approve. Yeah,
3: but oh my god! Oh,
0: cool. I remember yeah. uh, I had finished rehearsal because I wasn't in the show yet, but you mm-hmm. were still auditioning. Mm-hmm. And Seth and I finished for the day, and I was like, "What are you What are you doing?" He said, oh, "I got I have to stay. We're auditioning uh, a couple guys for Raul." And I was like, "Oh, cool, cool." And I was like, "Well, or, uh, there was just one that day." I said, "I said, who is it?" He's like, "Do you know Jay Armstrong Johnson?" <laughs> Cut to left, <laughing. laughs> and I just started laughing. <laughs> I just started laughing so hard. And I was like, "Yeah, I know <laughs> you. We've <laughs> known each other for what eight years now, it's seven been years for now. Forever, man. I yeah. think was it 2011, 2012, wow. when we did the thirty five millimeter yeah. thing. It was a while, so yeah. we've known each other for a long time. <laughs> I remember. Uh, Ryan Scott Oliver, our friend who's a composer who's like the connection to us, I remember uh getting a text all caps do you know who your new Raul is <laughs> he didn't like, thing to me I was like well I guess it's Jay <laughs> 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 it's pronounced
6: Raul not Raul Raul Ra- is, Ra- 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 is Spanish Raul is French oh I know I never say the word in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh man
0: I'm like what are, what are they singing out there they're like that's what your character wrote that's the opera your character wrote I was like yeah I don't know what they're saying what do they sing yes. so <laughs> I have my own lyrics which are usually about like which dinosaur is better <laughs> like either Triceratops or Stegosaurus Triceratops Digistores had very small brains So but That's what I sing back there You guys Well you're not on stage No Or no you are Are you in the box Yes Which opera The Don Juan At the end Don Juan No Mm-mm. Okay I'm backstage Well Aaron's on stage So the <laughs> guns are, yeah. are, are you about I, to you come, come on stage yeah, well, yeah. I stopped them from killing you
6: For what reason I still don't know Yeah
3: But I just stopped them from <laughs> killing <laughs> you okay. Yeah <laughs> 'Cause that that wasn't the time yeah. when he saw him anyway. Right. Um I wanna hear we heard Jay's like interpretation of her yeah, yeah. like audition <laughs> in the theater. But like walk us through walk us through this like this whole journey. Because this is your Broadway debut. You're the Christine you're the like what is the appropriate title Christine about alternate, alternate, Christine Alternate. Um so walk us through this.
2: Um, so, okay, so I, so I've been, lived in the city now for, like, four years, Uh so I think my first year, I came in and auditioned for this, like, like, six or seven times, and that included, like, I did a movement call with Denny, and Uh they they filmed that, and they put me on tape a couple times, and um, and I auditioned for both the Broadway production and Uh the the tour that's out right now, and then, I didn't hear anything for, like, two years, and then, (laughs) They brought me in for this, for Mm -hmm. this Christine alternate spot that opened up, and so... This
6: was after you'd made your off-Broadway debut
2: in Sweeney Todd. Yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shortly after that, and I, I just remember I went in, I had zero expectations. I was like, I'm just gonna go in and Yeah, it's phantom, you know, like it's gonna
4: be around forever, I'll come back in another time. Yeah, Yeah.
2: exactly, so I went in and I sang for David Kadic, the music supervisor, and Seth, and um, they put me on tape again, and... I went along my merry way, and then my agent called me on a, the next day. They were like, so, um, in two weeks, you have a final callback with Hal Prince at the Majestic Theater, and you're going to be reading with um, with Jay. And I was like, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is the real deal. No. You know? And I was like, okay, okay. Now i get nervous. <laughs> 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 like, uh, like right? <laughs> so, so then two weeks later... What wait, what I, did you do
4: for those two weeks? Were you just like prepping uh, or were you just for those,
2: well for those two weeks I was actually I was doing um I was doing a, a show that a friend of mine was working on. We just did it at Martha Graham's Studio. Oh in the town, yeah yeah, so, yeah, 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 So I was in the middle of doing that and um and then um I oh and you know you know what's really wild too? I uh, the day I found out I had a final callback was also the day that our friends Heaven passed mm-hmm. away, one of my really good friends from yeah. college. Um, and so it's like I went from the highest of highs to like mm-hmm. the lowest of lows. And it's like nothing else mattered other than yeah. my friend. And I had I had like a, a final callback for like another workshop of something else that weekend and I just remember it was just I was kind of in, in a bit of a valley at mm-hmm. that point when all of that was happening. I also, I had had to move out of my apartment last minute. I was subletting out of place, trying to find a place to live. I mean, it was just like everything. Yeah. I was also like pretty broke. <laughs> so it was just, you know. Yeah. So that was like a huge glimmer of hope for me mm-hmm. in that, in that season. Um, And so I, I remember going to, when I went for my final callback, I mean, Tevin was like really in the back of my mind and I was like, he's like one of the, he was one of the hardest working people I've ever Mm -hmm. known, immense talent. And I was like, I want to honor his memory. I just really want to honor his memory. And so, um, so, I mean, he was definitely in the back of my mind when I went to the final callback. Um, but I got here and, um, I went up to the Christine dressing room to like, I I had warmed up at home, I chilled out a little bit in the dressing room, Mm -hmm. and then they came and got me, and brought me down to the stage, and Jay was there, and I don't know if you remember saying this, but Jay, but I remember, Jay was like, (laughs) I was just in your shoes like a few months ago, like I know exactly what you're going through, and you're gonna be great, and I was like, (laughs) So then then I walk out and then there's Hal sitting there in the house and I sang Think of Me, I Mm -hmm. just sang all of Think of Me and then he had us read the dressing room scene and then he gave gave me a couple of notes on that, I don't even remember what it was Mm -hmm. in the moment and then I think we read it again and then he wanted me to come out and meet him and so David Caddick came and got me and brought me out and I met how I don't even remember what he said because sure. <laughs> totally blacked yeah. out, you know? And, um, but he, but I just remember shaking his hand and he was just so kind. And, um, and then I, I grabbed my things and I went home and then my agent called me the next day and they were like, so good news is how gave you a thumbs up. I was like, Oh, okay, good. They're, they're like, the bad news is we're probably not going to know anything for another like three, four weeks because they have to send your tapes off. They're Mm -hmm. sending off two other girls' tapes as well to Andrew and Cameron. And I was like, okay. So the next two weeks I just tried to, to go about Mm -hmm. my life, um, as nonchalantly (laughs) as possible. (laughs) Um, still trying to not get my hopes up. And then, My agents, actually, they got me into their office. There's a great
3: video of this. There is a (laughs) Which we will share on our social media, with your permission. Uh, But it's an amazing video. Yeah, you can can share it.
2: it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll show it to you after, because it's pretty funny. They surprised me, and I flipped out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so wait, you
0: come in and what happened? They had they showed you your contract or something? They showed or what me. They, they told me
2: it had it was like some. They they brought me in because I had had an audition that morning. They're like, hey, can you can just swing by? We have some like random paperwork from our bank that we need you to fill out. And I was like, what? That sounds bogus. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, weirder things have happened. Okay, whatever. So I walk over and it was like they had printed out. It was like a header actually from their bank was on the page. And then it said something about I don't know our bank or something. it would be great if you made your Broadway debut as the Christine alternate. The fan. and I read Christine and I I screamed and then I started crying. <laughs> like, and I started laughing like it's like all the emotions you can experience in like ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then when I when I made my when I made my debut, because I'll never forget this with Jay. Um, so first of all, I have to say our stage manager, Greg Lavoti was super awesome because right before my debut or right before I went on stage for the first time, he pulled me aside. He's like, Hey Aaron, he's like, really try to find a moment to remember because he said, I know you have so much on your plate trying to remember everything. It was my first time singing the whole thing mm-hmm. with the orchestra. Like, you know, just so many things. Mm-hmm. Emotion. He's like, just find a moment where you can just take it in for yourself. So that really spoke to me. And I was able to do that in the show for sure. <laughs> but then at the very end when Jay and I are going off in the boat, um, we we got where we're like behind the the set piece, right? And we're done singing. And she goes, well... You just made your Broadway debut? And I was like... Ah.
5: She <laughs> <laughs> <you're like>,
6: uh. <laughs> collapsed in my arms, and I held her for about 30 seconds while she just wept. Amazing. <laughs> it, was, it was truly
5: magical. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, Oh, Okay. No,
6: it was so sweet. It's unreal. Yeah.
5: That's, yeah. Greg is
6: so sweet for telling you that because I truly yeah. don't actually remember when
0: I made my oh debut. My God, it's I yeah. just don't like a, remember yeah. it. I remember all the, like I remember my hat fell off twice. Yeah, I remember like all that crap. I don't remember anything yeah. like redeeming about the yeah. whole thing. I remember being done and being like,
3: huh? my wig yeah. got snatched off. It did. It fell off. Caleb there. was there. Uh.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I had like twenty friends at my debut. Like I, I. As soon as like group sales went on sale, I I bought a big group of <laughs> tickets for the first performance, like fifty tickets or something yeah. stupid. Yeah. And so I was like one of the first ensemble members to walk on stage entirely, and immediately everyone like screamed and clapped. And, <laughs> and <laughs> we were doing a cross under, like we were crossing under the stage, and someone was like, "Oh my god, you guys, ensemble entrance applause!" And someone, <laughs> someone, someone else in the ensemble was like, "No, that was Elliot entrance." <laughs> <laughs> That's all No, it's so silly. It's so great.
0: Ben, what was your Broadway debut? Uh, my Broadway debut was the first revival
3: of Les Mis. Of Marlon Brando. <laughs> <Of Marlon Bundo. laughs> <laughs> the revival of Marlon Bundo. Um, just next door at the Broadhurst. Um, no,
0: but that's where the first revival was, uh, at the Broadhurst, and uh, that was my debut. Um, kind of crazy, out of nowhere kind of thing. Oh, I went man. in originally for... To take over for they're getting a new Javert. Mm-hmm. And I went in and like, no lie, the audition was the best I've ever done. You know, you feel it. Yeah. No. You feel yeah, like, it. You go in the room 100%. and you know you hit everything. Yeah. And I remember leaving and saying, Calm the fuck down. You haven't done a damn thing. <laughs> they're not gonna give this part to you. And I remember talking myself off of the launch pad. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't think is a bad thing. I no. think it was I think it's good to, you know, try and have some rationale. Yeah. And then they announced there was a new Javert. I was like, OK, cool. And then what I didn't know was the gentleman who was the uh, Javert understudy had played Javert on the national tour. And it said, I'll give you X amount of time. But when Javert comes up, I want to do the part. Uh-huh. And they were like, OK. And then they didn't give it to him. And he said, deuces. So he put in his notice. And so they needed a Javert understudy. And I was like,
3: oh, hi, uh-huh. I, like, I can okay. do that. Yep. Yeah.
0: And so I remember an audition on like a Monday and a Tuesday and then like a Friday audition. So I went in the first two days. Friday went in. Like, cool, cool. Go home, making my mac and cheese with hot dogs cut up in it. And I'm stirring that on the stove and the phone rings my agent. He's like, hey, man, how's it going? I said, good, good. He's like, I need you to do something for me today. Can you go... To the Broadhurst, so they can give you your measurements, so you can do your Broadway debut in worry! <laughs> 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 and lost it. And at the time, you know, like we all—I was hustling. I had three jobs. I was a substitute teacher at a couple private schools in town. I was a tutor, and I was working the door at a bar called O'Neill's, which uh, the Sex in the C- City crowd knows as Scout. Uh, okay. And so on Fridays and Saturdays, I was there <laughs> coat checking, and uh, so Friday I had to like I had to tutor both my kids and I had the coat check job at night. So I went to all of them and I was like, I quit, I quit, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> it was rehearsal yes. the very next day at like ten in the morning, um, and it was like a week amazing. of rehearsal. And then the very next you know week, the Tuesday after that week, that was my debut. And amazing. I don't remember anything during the, the only thing I remember during the show is I went, I got on the turntable in the dark, and I. And I stepped on someone's hand. And they went, oh, oh my God, my hand's broken. And I went, oh, no. Fired. And he was like, yeah. I'm joking. Like, they were like... <laughs> up, uh, so rude. J.D. Goldblatt. J.D. Goldblatt. <laughs> he, uh, he was like, you broke my hand. I was like, "Oh, he's like, I'm kidding. What year was that? <laughs> oh, that was a long time. That was 2007. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw that revival, so I'm almost... I, I, I did the you. last, like, nine months of the show, yeah. And... Um, Yeah.
6: Was that when um, Celia... Celia Kniebelger? Yes.
0: Well, I did... Yes, I did the final two weeks with her and Norm and Mm -hmm. uh, Aaron Lazar. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to think who else... Jenny Galloway, who's a British actress, who is phenomenal, Madam T. I absolutely saw you. uh, Yeah. And so then... um, I did the final like nine months of the mm-hmm. show, and uh, that was my debut. It was a lot of fun. It was cool. It was a bunch of guys who were doing their debut, so cool. it was, uh, was it was a really neat group to be a part of. Um, and we had way too much fun. I never forget multiple times. Jim Athens, actually, our stage manager here, he was one of the ASMs over there. Oh, wow. oh wow. so wow. that's right. Jim, my first day of rehearsal, he's like, "Do you remember me?" I was like, "Yes." What are you <laughs> <laughs> thinking? <are you?"> um, <laughs> but uh, we just yeah, we had a we had a great time, and I remember multiple times. It's that kind of thing where, you know, the cast lived under the stage during the show and they'd be like, it's a little too loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the loud over the loudspeaker. Yeah, everyone just having fun. Uh, 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 oh, God, we had so much fun. We were just all having a good time s- singing about people dying in France. It was great. Classic. classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jay, tell us about your debut. I um,
6: was 21 years old. Um, I just come back from the a chorus line national tour because um, i had gotten my age i'd left school i dropped out my junior year to go on a chorus line tour and then i got agents as well and they said we only want you to spend six months on that tour so come back to us so i came back to the city um after six months and then my replacement in a chorus line had sprained his ankle um the last run through before he took over for me so I had to go oh, back shit. out on the tour to oh, wow. replace my replacement while he healed from his name. <laughs> <eggs. laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, which was very fun because now I have a bunch of friends from that like yeah. turnover. And then while I was out on that tour, they were holding auditions for Hair, um, the revival um, for the understudy for Claude. And so I missed my opportunity to understudy, to go in for that mm-hmm. audition because I was out in God knows where, um, mm-hmm. Seattle or something. Sure. Um, then uh, after that month ended, I got back to the city. They still hadn't found their Claude understudy, so I got to go in for it. So it was at the Public Theater. It was for Diane Paulus um, and Jordan and Heidi out there. Um, this is still when it was outdoor. Yeah, was it, was, it, was for the park it was at the, the park. Were, yeah. It was not at the park. I was out on tour when it was at the park. This was gotcha. for the Broadway for, trans- Just for, the Broadway, well, tra- for yeah. the Broadway transfer. So, um, I... Walked in and I sang a song that I had sung since I was a junior in high school because Diane Paulus wanted a s- song that told a story. Uh huh. So I sang "Why" from "Tick Tick Boom." It's in my blood. It was also my like senior showcase song. Sure. School, whatever. Um, I happened to look a lot like Jonathan Groff, who played Claude in the Park, uh-huh. um, and because I had been stopped on the street a few times to like congratulate me for my work and. Yeah, love and that. Awakening. Love that, yeah. Uh-huh. Always, I'd always be like, you're welcome, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so much. So I think I walked into that audition looking like the Claude that had just done it in the park because mm-hmm. they hadn't cast Gavin Creel at this point. Gotcha. So I walked in looking like the guy that had just played the role. Mm-hmm. I, like, sang pretty good. I, like, acted okay. And I also was a dancer, so I have, like, my physical awareness mm-hmm. about me because I was going to be a swing. Um, so I, I got the job, cried for about 20 minutes when I got the job. Yeah. And then... Um, Three weeks into previews, Gavin gets sick on a Friday night. They tell me that Gavin's not feeling well, so I go out and drink on Friday night with Alex Brightman and Jason (laughs) Michael snow Friend of the yeah, pod. We literally go to um, Dave and Buster's and just play video games and get wasted. <laughs> so yeah. wait, they about said... Literally they nothing said, has changed. They said, Gavin's <laughs> yeah, sick. And I said, great, I'm going to go drink with my boys. <laughs> <laughs> so I go out and drink. And so God knows when.
3: This is very hair of you, though. And then this is, well, very, like, absolutely right. yeah, yeah. is very, like, yeah. tribe it is. Yeah. You know? it is. Like, so then <laughs> I wake
6: up Saturday morning, and at about 8 a.m., my stage manager calls and says... Hey, Get to the theater as soon as you can. You're going to be making your Broadway debut today. So this is in preview. So I had not had any rehearsal. All I've done is watched the show oh at this point God. for three weeks. Wow. Um, so I had an hour to go over all of my, like, blocking on stage. Um, I didn't even have my own wig at that point that gave me like some makeshift I mean I looked like a fucking Barbie doll I looked crazy um, and I, there I was without a rehearsal no vocal rehearsal no block like literally wow. it was just from watching the show Wow. Broadway debut 21 years old and then it was just an entire group of people shoving me around on stage yep. as I like led an entire show. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't make my debut as an ensemble member in the back, but like yeah, so that was that was that, and I truly don't remember wow. a damn thing. I was gonna say yeah, not I'm a sure thing. You don't. Well, of, and of course. And then I got so. three pages of wow. notes between shows yeah. between my matinee and my evening. <laughs> so then my second show was shit. Truly, <laughs> truly bad. Thanks Diane. Really love you for that. <laughs> um but yeah, that was that was the taboo.
3: I think people don't realize how often that is the case. Right. Yeah. With people making their debut is just like not definitely never enough for rehearsal. Never as much rehearsal as you would like. Yeah. Oh never. And just like under the weirdest circumstance and everything goes wrong. <laughs> but it's just like the best still. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jay, we're releasing this on um, your last day in Phantom. Oh, Tuesday. So happy trails mm-hmm. if you're listening so to this. But um, why don't you tell our listeners what you're, um, what you're heading off to do? Um, I'm doing a new musicale um, uh, that Scotland... No, it's called Scotland PA that
6: Roundabout is producing mm-hmm. at the Laura Pells Theatre. Um, and it is a musical based on a movie of the same title that was back in, like, the 2000s that, like, Christopher Walken starred in. Okay. Um, also Moira Tierney, if you're a Moira Tierney fan. Uh, and that movie is based on the Scottish play yes, Shakespeare. Yes, which yeah, uh-huh. so we can't say w- the we name won't be saying that. Especially, the especially not in this theater. No, no, no. No. So it's a Scottish play set in the 1970s at a fast food restaurant. Um, so it's a very dark comedy. I um, did
4: pre-pro for this with the old team. Oh, did you? So, and it was, well, I was having a blast. It's, funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. And it's
6: the complete opposite of what I'm doing here at Phantom. I'm like the stand up straight and save the girl mm-hmm. here at Phantom. And I'm like the idiot stoner, no clue what life is in that show. So it, it'll be a change of pace. And we start previews September 14.
5: Oh, oh that's really ex- exciting. Yes. Oh my
3: gosh. Okay. Really quick, before we're going to get to a game, but I want to ask Ben, how's your baby? He's <sighs> <Baby>, great. <laughs> <baby,
0: baby, baby. laughs> He's great. Babies, He's great. Baby. yeah. Actually, Jack turned three weeks today. Shit, um, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're great. They're great. Uh, you know, I really obviously couldn't do it without Kate. She's like super mom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a weird thing. And I and I keep asking, him like, has anyone ever done what I'm doing like been phantom and then like had two kids under the age of two and they're like no you're crazy what are you doing and it's kind of true i've actually gotten i didn't realize earlier on in the year i kept getting sinus infections and part of it is like you know, allergies theater but also part of it was actually i had blood tests done and like you're exhausted uh-huh. you're suffering from exhaustion hmm. you have like worn down your immune system I was like, well, how could that happen? (laughs) And I mean, like, you know, you're like because I'm children. You're phantomizing here, and then yeah, I mean, like people, someone just asked like, how tired are you? I was like, I'm so tired. I don't know how tired I am. Mm -hmm. It's like that level, Mm -hmm. and you just kind of go and you operate. Yeah, Um, the second is easier. Um, obviously, but mm-hmm. now there's two. And the interesting thing is, while, like, Jack is, like, a little dude and, like, very chill, mm-hmm. Charlotte is going, she's experiencing some things. She's not the only one in the roost anymore. she almost though. two, or She will be two? two a week from yesterday. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so, um, you know, there's, there's that, too. She's actually, I was there the moment where the, she figured out the word no. Um, oh, no. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, I actually heard it. <laughs> She was like, no, 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 no. It just like it came out. And she hasn't stopped saying it since. It's just she has realized she has become a strong, fierce, independent woman at the age of 1.9 years old. She is just... You cannot tell her to do something if she's not going to do it. She cries over the... I was woken up this morning by a sobbing, sobbing child over and over again. I'm like, either... Kate is like over encumbered with Jack right now And can't get to Charlotte Or Charlotte is crying over some bullshit <laughs> And I walked out the door and I said What is going on? I look right at Charlotte and Kate's like I took her shirt off I took her shirt off because she had pulled her shirt over her head And she couldn't see So I took her shirt off and she didn't want her shirt off And she lost it So <laughs> that's, really- that's Charlotte oh, right now Daddy, just like, I love you little girl But you are so silly You just <laughs> yeah. you know. But that's her life That's what it is that's wonderful. You think about it like that's such a simplistic thing to get sad over. Well, yeah. But it's better than you know, other stuff.
2: That's so. exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> what a great problem
0: to have. I know, right? Yeah. You yeah. took my shirt off because I couldn't stay, Mom. You're
3: <laughs> no. we dealing with. Oh, also, this is this is probably like bonus content. But I just saw the I saw the show for the first time ever. <laughs> like last that. week, I guess. <laughs> and unfortunately I didn't see Either of you, because I, I had to. Crazy. I had to come in during a matinee because of my uh, schedule. Your schedule, of yeah. your Broadway show. But I had never seen the show, <laughs> so first of all, wow, loved it. What a what a wild ride this <laughs> this play is. <laughs> <laughs> second of Here all, yeah. <laughs> second of all, I there were times <laughs> I didn't get to see you do the Phantom, but. Tell me about waiting in every set piece <laughs> like it's like for a full scene out. to, like, turn around and appear because I swear to God, I could not handle that. Just picturing you just being like... Get kids. And then being like... <laughs> like, <laughs> looking out of a set piece. Like, yeah, like, Spoiler alert, the so Phantom, true. like, pops out of set pieces that every have been there <laughs> oh, yeah. the every entire like, scene. I, yeah. So I just picture, like... Ben with his arms out like mimicking the shape of a cross (laughs) like for a full while Aaron just sings wishing you were somehow here again like just for a full five minutes and then just being like
4: <laughs> <laughs> like
3: it's kind the of the funniest thing I've ever seen. Is there a what
0: stool I'm... in there? Like, can you sit yeah. even? No. The, oh, I, okay. I enjoy it now. I look forward to it because, like I said, I have two kids at home, so I get some time to myself. Oh, for yeah, sure. Oh, but the hanging no, like, is it's scary. Like, it. Well, the funny thing is, like the angel's weird. I don't the know. Scary I s-
3: feeling to me. Yeah. It's hanging.
0: Yeah, and we just got a restraining harness. It took them 31 years, and they were like, we should put a harness oh, on. There. Oh, my god! 40 gosh. feet in the air. I think I helped it along because they'd be like, Ben, can you, like, really lean out at the end of the number? And I was like, actually, I no. can't.
5: No. I, I was shouldn't. like,
0: no, because I got babies, and I can't be falling out of things. So they put this harness on that we have. But the funny thing is, like, trying to figure out how to sit up there. Because, like, right now, my leg, as you guys saw, is like, I was icing my leg. It's tight. And part of that is because of the way I have to sit in the angel. It's yeah. just very weird. And so I'm constantly changing the position. We're doing the same things eight times a week, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so I remember one day like going uh, going on from my entrance, and I'm downstairs, and I Jeremy Stoll, who's one of our uh, Phantom understudies, mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you sit in the angel? He's like, uh, like, a, like a motorcycle. I'm like, I'm like a motorcycle, okay. So I'm trying to sit like a motorcycle, <laughs> and then things are starting to hurt, and then I go in there one day, and you're like, ow! <laughs> so it's weird to sit in there. There's no stool in the cross. It's just... <laughs> You kind of put your butt in line of lean in there and just kind of hang out. Oh my God! Um, <laughs> apparently, Howard McGillin would do a crossword puzzle. Um, he mm. would he would read the crossword puzzle by the faint light coming through the ivy, and then he would like figure out the oh answers, and then gosh. he'd come down and he would fill it in. Oh my God! Uh, I
2: was actually wondering like what do you do when you're sitting up in the angel for all of rooftop and all that? of
0: chilling. Actually, like I started I started like because I don't care anymore. I've just started watching you guys. Aww. Aww. Like I'm just kind of like, like seeing what's going on. Well, I mean, like that's very fancy with you. I saw them wow. come out. I know, right? Just yeah. that big creeper. But like watching, I watched you guys finally come out of the stairs today. I was like, oh, they're right there. Oh. Like I just... <laughs> I just, I don't know, I've always been like, don't ruin the illusion. But now I'm like, I'm in the dark, and if I'm not in the dark, it's not my fault. So I'm just like, oh, i us try to come up the pet door. Oh, they run over there, and he's like, chill out,
3: Christine, you know. like Chill out, it's fine, I love you, let's go. And she's like, okay.
6: That's the craziest part, is like, the Phantom has, what, 25 minutes of stage time throughout the
0: entire two? It's wild. Yeah.
3: It's all... I mean, I remember... But most of it is just hiding in set pieces. A lot of it is.
0: (laughs) Hiding behind a mirror, hiding in an angel, hiding (laughs) (laughs) in (laughs) a cross. Popping out from behind a a curtain. (laughs) That's not supposed to be me. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he's all about... The funny thing I remember is, you know, doing... Getting ready to do the recordings for the pre-record. You Mm -hmm. know, it's all the letters and things like that. And going through and talking about like what we were going to record that day they're like we'll re- we'll do the letters but we'll do the the title song first and i went wait what and they're like the title song is pre-recorded i said the thought about the is that like that one is pre-recorded they said yeah you're like climbing on ladders and you can't you can't sing it there're two doubles and there yeah. are times there are times when i don't sing it and then i start music of the night and i'm like i'm out of breath just from climbing ladders and stuff. I'm already like, I'm going to die on stage today. Like, yeah. I'm already out of breath just from that. I'm not even sorry, seeing so, yeah. Sorry, Charlie. So, sorry, Charlie. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's funny to see, like, what you actually do and what you don't do. And then to realize, mm-hmm. remember what's pre-recorded, what's going on, you know, and play those things. And, you know, we you don't see it happen, but you kill a guy in this scene. It's like, yes, I know. So uh, we have to, uh, yeah. you know, figure out how that. we, yeah, yeah, and, like, you know, how do we lead into that? Wild. And, like, what's a way to, like, screw with the audience and that? And so uh, we've, you know, figured out some stuff there. But, um, yeah, it's a very interesting role with, you know, the time you're on stage and having such an impact and then realizing that you're in the show much more than you actually are.
5: Uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's also in a makeup
6: chair an hour and a half before. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Year, we start you know? makeup at
3: we'll for today we'll start at six fifty. Yeah. Um, and that takes about forty five minutes. Uh, do you ever like on two show days just like whatever, I'm just ordering seamless, I'm just gonna leave it on. <laughs> I don't leave it on because it's it's so a lot sweet, though, right? Yeah. It's yeah. so sweaty. It's not
0: when I was doing when I did Shrek we would keep it on between shows because Oof. that was an hour and a half process. Oh, yeah. Or oh, no. this is only oh, forty five minutes, so it's not as it's not as crazy. <laughs> Um, and I would rather
3: take it off at least for like a like quarter or two. You bowl, gotta do more roles on. where you don't wear any makeup. I know, at. that's the problem. Once <laughs> you start doing it, they're like, ah, oh, he's okay with it, like, <laughs> perfect. He'll <"It's really> be fine, <laughs> he put crap on, you know. Yeah. And, uh, well, Caleb, now we have, is, uh, your, your, your moment in the podcast. Know. So I'm really,
4: I come up with stupid named games. So this one's called Chandelier. Yes, work. <laughs> and so uh, So, and you only have three answers for this. So it's either Jay, Ben, or Aaron. And okay. so for every question, you're gonna answer that. And for every time your name, someone's name is listed, you get a point. But points are not your friend in chandelier because whoever has the most. Schindler falls on you and you die. Can okay. okay. no. you give us a, like, no. an example
3: question, like maybe using my name as, okay. a, as so, a answer? No,
4: no I, I think we just have to jump into it. You'll understand, you'll it. understand? Yeah, great. Like yeah. right. yeah. We don't want people
3: to say our names. Well,
4: sometimes you like you're you're the obvious choice. And should I be so, ex- like should
3: I be like a tiebreaker? So you're the said? tiebreaker, okay. yeah. So
4: Ellie's LA, playing so. just for like to mix it up because okay. we don't want sabotage. So yeah. So you ready? So, who is the best dancer? Okay, we have... Okay, we have three J's. Fuck you! And one Ben. Okay,
1: okay. That's bullshit. Okay. Who, I'm looking to vote for myself. i Who
4: is most likely to drop their phone on the subway tracks?
5: Ooh.
4: We have two Aaron. One Ben. And one J. Okay. Um, who's most likely to actually go to the opera? Oh.
5: Uh... Mm. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. you, just <laughs> oh you just went, didn't you? Yeah. that's true! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, Aaron for for okay, sure. yeah. Okay, 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 okay,
4: okay. Okay, who's most likely to ignore the five second rule and eat the food that dropped on the floor? Yeah! Okay.
6: <laughs> I was gonna say myself, but I'm gonna win this game. Okay, <laughs> you know, I thought about you,
0: too. But then I was like, I, I remember know, I reading a too. study yeah, that the five second rule bed. is actually real. No. Oh. Is it? Yes, it is. The five it second rule real? is actually real. If it's just like a regular, like, floor... And it's not, like, you know, there's not, like, obvious, like, grime. Yes, they're, like, five <laughs> second rule. Well, just the longer it's there, the more jumbled. Yes. Uh, sure,
5: nice. yeah, so
4: Okay. This is um, for a negative point. And so you just need to raise your hand. Oh. Elliot, so you need to help watch to see who raises their hand first. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. So don't raise your hand until just after just I answer the question. take away a so point. Yeah, yeah, so you're not... Yeah, so I'm you're not just gonna yeah. So, um, Andrew Lloyd Webber's Media Company is the really useful group. What is the logo? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Jay. A music note. No, so we'll give you a point because you got it wrong. <gasps> now everyone has to guess though. What? You. you don't know the logo? I, I don't know. know the logo. Is no. it a mask? No, so is I that really your see. answer? Sure, why not? No, it's not. <gasps> a yeah. parent, what is it? Take a guess. A question
4: guess. mark? No. I don't know. I don't fucking it's know. It's a Swiss it. Army knife. That what? makes sense. Does it?
5: Okay, onward, okay, okay. that (laughs) was (laughs) a useful group. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's really useful. Oh, okay, okay, onward, okay, Okay. back to the questions. Okay. Okay, Okay. who would most likely be prepared when Sharknado hits New York City?
5: (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Sharknado! (laughs) (laughs) Ben was the answer, it's an audio
3: medium, Ben. Ben was the the unanimous answer. I hate that, Sharknado's ass. Who
4: has the best hair? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have two for Ben. One Idiot. <laughs> One for J <Jay. laughs> voting for, for himself. Aaron. Ben voting I, for himself. You said I got a good
3: haircut <laughs> <laughs> You do have a you he has a lovely haircut. It's right only now. fair guys. I will hurt myself. But Aaron has such beautiful curly, just iconic hair. Yeah. I wear hats every day. Oh, yep.
1: To come Wednesday. Come Wednesday, yeah.
3: you're gonna be feeling real proud of your hair. It's true. I yeah. just started Propecia last week as well, <gasps> and Rogaine. Okay. We're getting older. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to join you.
4: Great. <laughs> right. uh, who is most likely to cosplay for Comic Con, and what would they be?
5: Oh, 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 oh. It's bad. That's fine. That's okay. okay. fine.
4: Sweet. Okay, oh, J votes for wow. and then we have three for Ben. Oh, One. It meant to be Ben, Two. but... Okay, so, <laughs> what would, Ben, what would you dress up
0: as? Oh my god, something really obscure that only I would find funny.
3: Uh, or I would be, like, Raphael. And he would, like, dress up as his legs okay. and just cross them. Or I would oh. just wear my phantom costume and be like, right? <laughs> 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 right? Right? <That's fun. laughs> That's it, what the Phantom would do. No one would ever expect the Phantom to go yeah. as the Phantom. Yeah, people would be like, is that best? i like, no, why would he be here?
6: <laughs> I would dress up as Winifred Sanderson because I do it every year for Halloween. You yeah. should come see my Halloween show, and it's going to be on October 28th. It's a Monday night at the Le Poisson Rouge at 7 o'clock and 10 o'clock. Wait, say that all again, Jay.
5: Wait, <laughs> what? what
3: That's thinking? a Halloween
4: <laughs> show a Halloween on show October... <laughs>
6: Yeah, my Halloween show! It's the 4th time we've done it! It'll be on Monday night, October 28th at Le Poisson Rouge downtown in the West Village on Bleecker Street. A 7 o'clock performance and a a 10 o'clock performance. Come dressed in your Halloween best! You might win the costume contest! Well, oh. I just want to point out that Jay,
0: while well, he masterfully said all that, his eyes were closed in such deep concentration
3: <laughs> as he was saying it. I just, I don't know. That's I just want to it.
0: bust his balls.
3: because That's an amazing <laughs> plug. Um, If our listeners want to get tickets, where should they go to get information um, on that? You can go wow. to my
6: Instagram, J underscore A underscore Johnson, and it's in my bio. The Great. T- link for
3: tickets. Link in bio. And we'll post it in the show notes as well, so you can click it there.
4: Woo! Okay, one okay. more question, and then we have, like, a bonus negative point, so you okay, can win. Okay, let's do it. Um, who would most likely know all of Taylor Swift's lyrics? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, wait.
6: <laughs> we have three for Jay and <laughs> one for Aaron. Um, I know zero Taylor Swift lyrics. So I know, one, but you know Jay, you gotta get most
3: over it. You're it off. What? Oh. How oh. dare you? That's catchy. You, I, that's you need hard. to calm down, Jay. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, you okay. Need to, you need to calm down because you get some bad yeah. the blood. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. I'm sorry, I can't stop. I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> lover, her new album. It's great. Plug. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Here's like, a bonus help. round. Bonus. bonus. Bonus
4: track. Okay, after I say, state the statement, first one to raise their hand. Ready? Okay. Name three operas.
5: Oh my god. <laughs> ben.
1: Ben, uh, surprisingly. Uh, <laughs> Hamlet,
0: Rigoletto, and Marriage of Figaro. Aaron,
3: name name three more.
2: La Traviata, uh, The Pearl Fishers, um, Dido and Aeneas.
3: Great. Jay? A Tosca. Yes.
6: Um, That one with the Spanish people. <laughs> uh her. oh yeah. Uh Carmen uh-huh. and Candied. Oh, yeah! yeah. Okay. okay. Okay, good job no, everyone. Good job. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm.
4: Everyone gets negative.
3: Me? Three. Do I have to negative? No, them? no, you don't know, are I so bad. I could. P.S. You could. You could. Yeah, you
2: could.
3: you ready? I'm gonna do it. Do it. March of the Carmelites. Yeah. Um Tales of Hoffman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um Our Town.
4: Right. Oh, the opera. Okay. I yep. have
0: heard of any of them. Yeah. What was
3: the first, wait, March the job, of the Carmelites? The yeah. Dialogues of the Carmelites. Dialogues of oh! the Carmelites. <laughs> <laughs> One, March, March. <laughs> March. 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 <laughs> well March of the Carmelites. might as well the March of the Carmelites. Yeah, they're marching to hey, the fucking, yes. like, um, <laughs> Thing that cuts your head off, the guillotine. The guillotine. Uh-huh. I kind
0: of, I picture like caramel candies with legs. Yeah, me too. That's actually <laughs> much. Like,
3: <laughs> they're a, nuns. It's they're nuns. On, like camel lights. So I actually saw a cigarette. Did it's you all, like, star Joe in that,
2: Erin? What? Yes. She did <laughs> star in <laughs> that
3: at, at our college. <laughs> yeah,
2: I did. You
0: wore a caramel.
2: I was. A, I was She a was the, the main. Nice. Yeah.
0: And she had a great death scene. They put her too close to an open flame. Everyone and she died. Yeah, they all died. They all got their heads cut off.
3: Anyway, it's a great opera. It okay. Caleb. <laughs> like that question was not supposed to take that long. Later. <laughs> <laughs> <Wait. laughs>
4: okay, this is like the last bonus. Like and this is bonus. So, do you guys know you're the longest Broadway running musical? Uh-huh. Wait, what? Yes. yes. Surprise, surprise. Longest ever. Second is Chicago. Third is Lion King. Looking at the 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 atmosphere, what the word I'm going for? The climate of Broadway right now, what is most likely going to surpre- surpass cats and lay
5: Yeah.
4: First. First? Oh,
0: well, oh wicked. First. Wicked. Right? Oh yeah, wicked. Yeah, wicked. If wi- yeah, wicked's not like have, have to say wicked, I mean. Yeah, that's true. Are you guys yeah. sure? Are you positive? Yeah. Well I don't know what what else do we Absolutely. It's, it's in yeah. about, like you know, we can't like we're not yeah, talking like, about money grossing, right? We're talking about They've already done that. Yeah. 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 So I mean, they've got a pretty like Wicked's Wicked's already already there. Right. Getting there.
2: Wicked's at what? 15 years now. Yeah. Are you
3: sure? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You guys are all right. God (laughs) damn. Okay. Wow. wow.
4: Are you ready? Drum roll. Here are the points. Um, ben. Oh wait.
5: Well,
3: Ben has in third place. In third place. So is that like? Is that okay, then we'll Yeah. In third place, we have, we have Aaron with six points. <laughs> okay, Aaron. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Six points. Oh, in second no. place. Oh no. We have <laughs> Jaya with oh, eight oh. points. I mean, eight points. Doesn't mean she's winning. I mean,
0: you
6: don't want points, right? <laughs> Yep.
4: What name haven't they said yet?
3: And
6: really lost. The most.
4: <laughs> and in first place, Chandelier dropping on a person with 13 points. <laughs> that's
1: what you get, Phantom? Yeah,
3: that's what you get for dropping
1: it on everyone all the time. Yeah, I go hard. I go hard.
0: <laughs> no, every night, every night, uh, Andrew, my, uh, my dresser. He'll say, you know, if you don't miss Carlotta tonight, you could all go home. No! <laughs> and I say, I know, I know. I'm going to try tonight. I know it's like I always, I'm always I I fire too high upstage. Yeah. And he's like, tonight, he's like, I feel it different. I said, I, I do too. I do too. And then the whole thing will happen. And he's like, terrifying. Ben! Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Let's
3: put my pants on. Fine, we'll do act two. <laughs> well. well. That was fun. You guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's our pleasure oh, thank you. You. you can catch Phantom of the Opera at the Majestic Theater forever. Eight forever. times a week yeah. um, eight times a week. Um, Aaron two times a week. Yeah. <laughs> Having cigarettes outside the rest of the six shows. <laughs> smokes like a chimney. Like a chimney. <laughs> you guys gave me tonight. Guys. <laughs> um, Let's go around the circle starting with Aaron and tell everyone where they can follow you on social media.
2: Oh, you can follow me on Instagram at Aaron LaCroix. My name is spelled with a Y. E-R-Y-N-L-E-C-R-O-Y. Not like the drink. Not like the drink. Um, well, I'm also on Twitter, but I don't get
3: on Twitter that much. Yeah. Instagram.
2: Same handle. Instagram is okay.
6: great. Yeah. <laughs> yep, J underscore A underscore Johnson <laughs> on Twitter nice. and the Instagram.
3: Yes, and you can <laughs> catch him there in Scotland PA at the Laura Pells mm-hmm. um, and in his Halloween concert, which yes. we will link information to down below. I put <laughs> a spell on you.
0: The- on the <laughs> sisters. And Ben, what about you? Uh, I am uh, Crawdaddy21, C R A W D A D Y twenty one on Instagram and Twitter. And you can go to my website, Ben Crawford.com and there's a bunch of crap.
3: Yeah. Hey. Um you can find the podcast at Equity One Podcast on Instagram and uh, Facebook.
4: And you can send us an email at equityonepodcast at gmail.com.
3: Our Twitter is equity1 underscore. Yeah, but we don't do that. But follow us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, you should subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It helps us more than you know, and it takes you five seconds. So we'd really appreciate that. Um, Caleb, where can people find you? Or, uh, Caleb Dickey, D-I-C-K-E, on everything. And you can find me at Elliot Maddox on everything. And until next time, cheers, cheers everyone! Cheers, thank you! Peace, 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 peace. Eye contact, eye contact, eye contact. <laughs> <laughs>
5: 18 plus.